You want to dominate your 10-man ESPN points league draft, but you cannot find anything on the internet that will help you. Then, finally, you find a podcast, but they only talking about category leagues. Oh, oh, you found a YouTube video, but they only doing 12-man points leagues. You start losing hope, and then you find someone who totally gets it. Come here. I love points leagues, too. In this episode, we will be conducting a 10-team points league mock draft on ESPN, drafting from the seventh position. Welcome to... The Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships. Now, your host, Robin Marks. We believe every NBA fan who plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and and odds from week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl. Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember, use the promo code Believe to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So just talking a little bit about a smaller draft, sometimes people get really hyped up about drafting and they're taking information from folks who are generally giving information about 12 point leagues, which is like the standard, right? I mean, 12 team leagues, excuse me. So 12 team leagues are the standard. So you need to be really mindful of that when you're looking at rankings, tiers, to start thinking about how a huge percentage of the people on your rankings list and on your projection list might not even be draftable players because you're you're rocking in a smaller league, like a 10-man league, even more so when you're going in any league smaller. We got a message from somebody today requesting that we do a six-team league. I don't know if I can do a six-team league because I don't know if, I don't know how many people are doing that, but if enough people want a type of content we will deliver and that's really what believe in is about it's not about what the standard is what everybody else does it's about making sure that we support everyone in the fantasy space so we got people in my community right now who are asking me to do my category league rankings so for me i'm comfortable doing that but if there wasn't a need for it i really wouldn't do it because i don't got time for the points leagues rankings Again, my, the community asked for it, and it was an it was an overwhelming, you know, outpour for people like you know who need this information going into their draft. So I made the points leagues rankings. If you want the points leagues rankings, all you have to do is join our Discord community, and you can get access to them. 
Um, all you have to do is visit believeinfantasy.com. You could grab them joints right there. It's a shareable, I mean, it's a it's a, a document, a Google Sheet document that you can actually copy and then make your adjustments. You can move people up and down. I know we had a trade at the time of recording this. Uh, we just heard about Drew Holiday going over to the Boston Celtics. So I had to make some adjustments. I actually moved Drew down a little bit. I didn't, I stabilized him. I didn't move him up or down until we knew what happened um, with the situation in Portland. And once he got moved to Boston, then I had to move him down. But that's the exciting part about it. You putting your own input into it. What up, Miguel? That's my man. No, I'm going to do it. It's going down in nine minutes. It's going down in nine minutes. So we're going we're gonna to do the draft. It starts at 11.05. Typically, they'll let us into the draft room at 11.05 on the dot. And then five minutes after that, we'll be drafting. So I really, I have the seventh pick. So I'm hoping to see if the cover boy of this episode, Giannis Antetokounmpo, falls to me. Because I think people are fading him in points leagues right now with the addition of Damian Lillard. I want to see if that comes across here in this mock draft. So I'm excited to see what happens there, but there's, I think everyone could build a really good team in a 10 man league. Um, think about it like this. When you, when you're thinking about starting a league with your friends, if it's your first year and you only got 10, the cool thing about it is it's almost like when you play 2K and you have like all-star teams against each other, right? So that's something that most people like to do, right? You like to play teams against teams for the most part. But I know sometimes, especially when I'm playing against like, let's say my little cousin, my little cousin is not so good on the sticks. So if I play him in 2K, I might say, yo, why don't you pick the 90s all-star team and I'll pick like the 60s all-star team or something like that. Really cool. And then you got two all-star teams going against up against each other or you might say hey why don't you pick the all-time bulls i'll take the all-time lakers and let's play against each other it's very similar with a 10-man or eight-man league it's like taking everyone kind of gets an all-star team which is really cool so i want you guys to be mindful of that when you are building these rosters for me i think a top heavy roster especially when you're under 12 teams in a league works really well because it's easy to build those. So you might look at a person, let's say like Van Gafford, uh, Mark Williams, people who in a 12-team league are super valuable. They could be disposable assets that could get you a, you know, an early round guy, someone like Donovan Mitchell. You could package those two and maybe a Devin Vassell and you can get a three for one and get somebody like Jalen Brunson. So that's something to be really mindful of. I think the draft room will be opening in approximately, geez, Louise, would this thing hurry up? Three-minute window. The, and the thing about these drafts, they always pop in, like pop in fast. Like next thing you know, oh, I'm drafting. If you have questions in the live stream, feel free to drop them. I just got one from my man, David Vega. David Vega says, what did you think of the trade in our dynasty league? I sent Fox, Mobley, Anthony Simons, and Sohan for Trey, Triple J, and Jalen Green. I didn't see that. I didn't see that, honestly. But I'll give you my take on it now. So you sent over your 
De'Aaron Fox, your Mobley, your Simons, and Sohan. You got back Trey, which is good. You got back Triple J, which is good. You got back Jalen Green. First of all, I think it's a fair trade. Um, in terms of the side that wins, I really like Trey Young. I know Trey Young is not getting the kind of love that he got maybe last year or the year before that. But for, an, but for a dynasty league, I think his his value is stable. You know, he has tons of upside still. He's a young guy and he's consistent. For me in this trade, though, my favorite player would be Mobley. So I'm I'm okay with you getting Trey and Triple J. Not, not to like, you know, sleep on Triple J. He's definitely an asset. Jalen Green, I'm not as crazy about. Um, looking at like Fox and Mobley as the main pieces here, I, I definitely think that a Mobley is my favorite player here. Not necessarily the best right now, but I think he might have the most dynasty upside. He could be like the next Tim Duncan. Quietest cap. So for me, I would prefer to have hold, held on to him. Let me open his draft room. Look, David, you got me talking. I'm about to miss the daggone draft. Draft is going, going down in 29 seconds. I hope that answers your question, David. I'm going to have to start get this thing going. All right, so we're going to go big screen on the draft. Draft room is open. It looks like Shoot, the draft already started. Look at that. It always happens like that. Nikola Jokic off the board first. 10-team mock draft on ESPN. Number two is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then we got Luka Doncic. I thought that Giannis would fall to me at seven. This is good news, though. People still believe in him. I, I, I wouldn't have expected to see Luka go before Giannis, though. That was quite shocking. Joel Embiid is off the board with the fourth pick. Big shout out to Harsh's Heated Team. Aspects, who is also in the Discord community. Thank you, Aspects, for being here. We, we rated his team, too. I think he might have joined a community through TikTok. A lot of the people who join a community join through TikTok. So I think that's really dope. And then we got Tatum going fifth off the board. So we got Jokic at one, Giannis at two, Luke at three, Joel at four, Luke at five. SGA at six, and I am up. Here, I do not like grabbing Anthony Edwards this early. I, I'm looking for KD, but it looks like KD is way down here at 20, so I'm going to just change it up a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and grab Halliburton. I haven't grabbed Halliburton in any of my drafts, so I'm going to take Halliburton with the first. I'm going to see if uh, KD falls to me. So if I can grab KD on a turn... I'll be really happy. I don't think that will happen because most of the people in this draft might be listening to my voice right now. So just saying. After Tyrese Halliburton, we have Anthony Edwards off the board. Anthony Edwards is not a first round player yet. He is not a first round player yet. Most analysts in the industry, in the space, do not have him in the first round. The rankings here would indicate that he is a first round or, or the ratings, I should say, the um, the projections here in ESPN would indicate that he is, in fact, a first round player. He hasn't been a first round player yet, so I don't know. I think he's overvalued right now, but I love him. I want him on my team. If you drafted a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, you probably got him for way, way less than an eighth pick 
So after Tyrese goes, Anthony Edwards at eight, Steph Curry at nine, DeMontis Sabonis at 10. On the turn, Miguel's monstrous team grabs Booker. And then Trey Young falls to the second pick in the second round. Madden's Magnificent is up. We got Damian Lillard on the board. Damian Lillard on the board. Donovan Mitchell. LaMelo Ball is out here still on these streets. Man, I, like I want KD, but LaMelo is staring me in my face. I already got a point guard, so I'm kind of like, eh, what do I do? And for me, I don't get caught up in all that positional nonsense. You know what I'm saying? But I would take LaMelo here, but I really love KD. Like I'm not, there's no way I'm not going to get KD. If I got Halliburton too, let's go. Turn that volume down. Um, Yeah, so nah, I'm not, I'm not. I think LaMelo is good there. I think LaMelo should be going a lot earlier, actually, especially if he's healthy. Jets, Jets grabs him. Great pick, Jets. You know, great pick. So that was with the round two uh, second pick was Damian Lillard. I mean, Trey Young, excuse me. Third pick was Damian Lillard. I grabbed KD at the fourth pick in the second round. Then we had LaMelo, Anthony Davis off the board. LeBron James goes seventh in the second round. Then we have Donovan Mitchell. That's interesting. Still on the board, we got DeJounte Murray, Laurie Markkinen, Jalen Brunson, Kyrie Irving, Jordan Poole. I think Jordan Poole is going super high. I'm not there. Take a sip of this drink. I'm not there with Jordan Poole, y'all. I am not a believer yet. You got to show me something before you go off the board at 22. 22? That's crazy. They got him too high for me. Um, after Donovan Mitchell, we had Jalen Brunson. De'Aaron Fox goes with the 10th pick in the second round. At the top of the third, we got Kyrie Irving. I think that's great value for Kyrie Irving. Man, if you grab Kyrie Irving, like, man, in the third round, whew, man, even in a 10-team a league, whoa. Then DeJounte Murray goes off the board. Then we got Laurie Marketing. Then we got Jalen Brown. Next up. Aspects is on the board again. He has Poole, Siakam, Adebayo. Lots of goodness here. I would be looking at Adebayo. I will also be looking at mm, – and he has – he grabs Zion. I'm trying to work a trade right now with one of my league mates and one of my um, dynasty leagues for Zion. Zion for this season, I don't know. I know there's pictures of him working out and stuff. The Instagram models let him out of the house. I get it. Nah, man. I'm on the board. I'm looking at – we got Kay Cunningham here I'm looking at. I'm looking at James Harden. I'm looking at Carl Anthony Towns. So I'm going to just go for Cade because he's not going to come back around. So I'm, I'm going to reach for him according to ESPNs. I think this is great value for him, though. I definitely take Cade before Poole, Siakam, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic. Banquero, Jimmy Butler, McKe maybe not Mikael. Maybe I, I would take Mikael Bridges. I might come back for Mikael Bridges if he's available. I don't know. J uh, Darius Garland, Julius Randle, Victor Webinyama. In a points league, Jaron Jackson Jr., Brandon Ingram, Kawhi Leonard, all of these guys I take 
Cade Cunningham before them. I believe Cade Cunningham is going to make the leap into the first round this season. Mark my long loving words. Come on, man. It's serious. Cade Cunningham is going to be a first round player. Promise you. Okay, I got something on the turn that I'm going to do a recap. So I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at. I don't have any Victor stock. Fourth round Victor. Interesting. Not more interesting than fourth round James Harden. And James Harden is a risk, y'all. Like, I'm not high on James Harden by any stretch of the imagination. But if I could grab him this late, it's something like I just got to do it. Uh, especially when you talk about just in a 10-team league, there's going to be so much juice on the waiver wire. The waiver wire is going to be ripe like mangoes in July. Like, I'm telling you. So me taking James Harden is a risk, but it's me taking the top off. Topless. The boobies is out. Hair blowing in the wind. Like, I am going for it on that one. I'm sorry. So let's do a recap. Uh, after DeJounte Murray, we had marketing, Jalen Brown, Zion Williamson, Bam Adebayo. I grabbed Kay Cunningham with the seventh pick in the third round. DeMar DeRozan, Carl Anthony Towns, Jordan Poole. I think that's way too early for Jordan Poole. Pascal Siakam. I think that's a little early for Siakam. Mikhail Bridges, Vucevic, Harden. A risk, but a risk I'm worth taking. Evan Mobley. I bombed there. I should have grabbed Evan Mobley instead of Harden. That is my fault. Great pickup, Jets. Darius Garland, Jimmy Butler, Paolo Banquero, Victor Webinyama. I'm okay with taking Victor Webinyama, Victor Webinyama in the fourth round with the ninth pick in the 10-team league. Julius Randle, Jaron Jackson Jr., Kawhi Leonard. Heck to the nah. I'm out on him. Brandon Ingram, he's about to be heck to the nah with all those injuries he had. Uh, John Morant, and then we're back to the queue. So I'm up in three picks. Let me get focused because Jets is not playing. That Evan Mobley pickup was really good. Right now, I'm going to be looking at, at this at this point in the draft, I'm going to be looking at Kristaps Porzingis. I'll queue him up. I'll be looking at Walker Kessler, DeAndre Ayton, Fred Van Vliet, Jarrett Allen, Paul George. Oh, man, there's still some goodness here. Jalen Williams. Okay, so let's see what we got. I don't know why Spencer Dinwiddie is so high. That is insane. Like, that should not happen. Uh, I I don't have any Kessler stock, but I got to grab Freddie. Like, I don't know why, why Fred Van Vliet is falling this low. I'm going to take Freddie here. I'm sorry. I got, I'll got. i get those big men on the turn. I, um, I got I to get me some Fred Van Vliet there. But yeah, I, I don't know why. Why is Spencer Dinwiddie ranked 40, 42? I don't think that's that's what. Where do I have him in my rankings? I like, do I have him at high? Like, I hope I don't. I gotta go back and check that. That's crazy. Anyway, let's get back to the recap. So we had uh John Morant, 
went with the fourth pick in the fifth round. Desmond Bain, wow. Man, aspects. That's a great pickup. That is way too late for Desmond Bain. There is no way Desmond Bain should be going that late. Great pickup. Josh Giddy, that's okay. Fred Van Vliet, I think that's a great pick. I think that makes up for me sleeping on Evan Mobley a little bit there. Scotty Barnes, Zach Levine, Spencer Dinwiddie. Where they do that at? Where they do that at? Come on, man. Come on, man. I love Spencer Dinwiddie. Actually, I talked about it on a previous episode. He pulled up to a program that I was managing and gave uh, Thanksgiving dinner away to some kids in New York City back in the day. So I'm I'm all about Spencer Dinwiddie in real life. I ain't drafted him on my fantasy team in the fifth round in a 10-man league. Come on, man. Where'd he do that at? Jamal Murray goes next. Playoff Murray. Alfred Shingun. Not mad at that at all. I'm going to be looking at Allen, Kessler. Mm, Paul, I'm going to grab Paul George, man. Y'all sleeping. Matt is magnificent. Leave him alone. Let him come home grabbing Paul George. I, and listen, there's obviously concerns around injury, but we don't know what's going to happen. The thing that I know about Paul George, if he's healthy, he's going to play. It ain't like a situation like Kawhi Leonard where he's going to pull up with like a portable blow-up mattress and pull it up on the sideline and take a nap. You know, so like at this point in the draft, if I could if I could grab Paul George, like what are we in? We in round six in a 10 team league. Come on, man. Like I don't give a shit suit puppy. I'm going to grab him. I got to, especially when players like Tyrese Maxey go before him. I think Tyrese Maxey is great. I think he's awesome. I think Jamal Murray's OK. I'm not taking him before Paul George. Paul George is an elite-level player, man. Walker Kessler, though, I would take. After Paul George goes um, Walker Kessler, then we got Kuzma. That's a little early for me on Kuzma. Beal, CJ McCollum, eh, I'm not in on CJ. I'm out. Drew Holiday, maybe. I need to see what happens. I need to see what happens. I need to see how they're going to figure it all out. Like, people need minutes. They don't. They lost their backup point guard, so it's – Derek White, their new point guard. And I'm out on Derek White, too. Like, I am totally out on Derek White. I, I was in on him, actually very, very high on him. I was exceptionally high on him. But with him actually uh, coming over and, you know, not him coming over, but with Drew Holiday coming over and becoming the new starting point guard there, like, you got to have concerns. You got to have concerns. So in a points league, you know, where everything matters, like every category matters, you want to be mindful of that. Ooh, I don't believe I'm about to get my main man. You ready? Three, two, one. Chet Holmgren. Chet, Chet, come on home to your brother, man. Come on home. I feel like Travis Kelsey had a... Taylor Swift concert. Let's get it. Let me, oh my gosh, let me do the recap real quick. So, <clears throat> excuse me. <coughs> so after Drew Holiday, we have Porzingis, Trey Jones, way too early for Jones there for me. Green, a little early. Aiton, Allen, Anthony Simons. Ah, I wouldn't do that. Franz Wagner, Chet Holmgren. I think that is it. Chet Holmgren. Huh, huh. It's a sin to pass on home grin. Then Jalen, then uh, Chris Middleton went. Jalen Williams, Miles Turner, 
Very good pick, Miguel. Oh, my God, that's good. Austin Reeves, OG Ananobi. David, great pick. Scoot Henderson, look at me in my face. Yaka Pertle, D'Angelo Russell, Clint Capella, Rudy Gobert, Valachunas, uh, Chris Paul, Dan Gafford, Jeremy Grant, interesting. Brandon Miller, Mark Williams, Onyeka Akangwu, one of my favorite players. I'm probably gonna grab Scoot here. Like I, at this point of the game, like I, you, I'm okay grabbing me some rookie action here. As no one really, I, I'm super crazy about. I like Yaka Pertle here as well, but I'd rather go with the upside with a player like Scoot Henderson. Let's get it. We're gonna go Scoot. We're gonna go Scoot, Scoot, Scoot. Looks like we got about five more rounds left. I have yet to draft a center, so I'm going to clean up on centers in the back end of this draft. I'm going to go ahead and start filling up my queue with some of those guys to see if they're still available. I'd be open to grabbing Westbrook as well. Uh, if I could get Clint Capella and Onyeka Okongwu, that would bring me joy. Great joy. I like Valachunas as well. Also interested in Brooke Lopez. Interested in Chris Paul, Dan Gafford. Jeremy Grant. Don't have much interest in Derek White. So I'm going to just skip over him kindly, respectfully. No disrespect, no shade. He's a great player. Just not a player for me. Tyler Hero. Head to the no. I'm out on him. Rudy Gobert. I would definitely be interested in some of Rudy's skills on my squad. Jordan Clarkson. Somebody I'm interested in with my last pick. Also want to queue up Ben Simmons to see if I can grab him with my last pick as well. It's another player I'm going to be targeting. Uh, then we got, and again, I'm not, I'm drafting him late. Like last pick, second to last pick. Don't go crazy, especially in a 10 team league. Like be really careful what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? With that last, last pick. Rui Gobert is off the board. Let me get back to the recap really quick. After Scoot, we had Claxton, Pirtle, Collins, Westbrook, Wiggins, Keldon Johnson, Tobias Harris, Rudy Gobert, D'Angelo, Russell, who I am all the way out on. Bye-bye. No parts of that. No, 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 no. I don't want none of that on my Rasta. Nope. Nope. Let's see what we got. Man, they killing me. Yo, you know that sound when they get the person that you already picked in your queue or you got in your queue? They killing me out here in these streets. They just took Jeremy Grant from me. Aspects, what you doing, man? We cool. I, I'm gonna do a whole. I did a whole rating your team, and you just cleaning up my my dad going queue. I'm messing with you, dog. It's all good. That's what my drafts are for, especially when you a public one. Don't be out here complaining, right? Huh? Nurkic is still here. It's okay. I, oh, thank goodness. I, I'm, I'm up. I'm up. Thank goodness. Let's see what we got. So I got a couple minutes here. A couple of my centers are still around. Capella, again, I like him in conjunction with Akangwu, but I'm not going to mess with him because I just don't know if I'm going to eat Akangwu. So I'm going to just go ahead and get me some Balachunas here. Give me some Balachunas. This is my first center. It's not a sexy pick. Balachunas is not the Balachunas that he was in Toronto. He's, he's not that guy anymore. But... He's big. He gets rebounds. Like whatever. I'm not. I'm not crazy about it. But I'll take it. Next, I'll probably be looking at Brook Lopez because it looks like Akangu has been already is already been moved off of. Let me see. 
Somebody got a Yeko Kangu? Let me check. Not, is he still there? No, he's still around. So I'm going I'm to I'm probably try to grab me. The, if Capella falls, I'll grab him here. And then the next pick, I'll look to target a Yeka Kangu, and then I'll feel comfortable. But that whole, like, you know, grabbing one without the other, unless I just get on Yeka, I'm not messing with Capella. So after Valachunas, we had Tyus Jones. I like that pick. Devin Vassell, love that pick. Clint Capella, eh. Again, not crazy about it unless I get on Yeka too and doing like a little stack action there. But actually, it's, it just seems like a headache getting a big man from Atlanta, not knowing what's going to happen. Jordan Clarkson, Wendell Carter Jr. And I'm going to be up in one more pick after my man Madden's magnificent team. I'm looking at Brooke Lopez here, looking at Terry Rozier, looking at Chris Paul. I might just have to draft, draft Chris Paul because – that is tons of like Chris Paul. People really sleep in two, in tw in twenty minutes. He could put up like phenomenal numbers. But I'm gonna stay on the. Oh, no, I'm gonna grab Chris Paul. I don't got no Chris Paul yet. I'm grabbing Chris Paul. I'm sorry. Like I got to. I I'll just pay. I'll pay to play. So we got Brandon Miller still around. I'll cue him up. Michael Porter Jr., Mark Williams is still around, Aaron Gordon, I'm okay with that, Onyeka Kangu, Robert Williams, I don't know what's going to happen there, so I'm going to stay away from him. Christian Wood, I, I want to take a, a, a flyer on him, I think that could be, that could that could work out for him. Really interested in seeing what Jalen Duran does, Markel Fultz also, Amin Thompson, one of my favorite rookies. Uh, I Terry Rozier is off the board. Love it. Let me get back to the recap real quick, y'all. So we got after Clint Capella, we had Jordan Clarkson, Wendell Carter Jr., Brooke Lopez with the third pick in the 10th round. I grabbed Chris Paul with the fourth pick in the 10th round. Terry Rozier, RJ Barrett, Kevin Herter, Draymond, Podcast, Green. I'm out on Buddy Heald. I'm out on Malcolm Brogdon. I'm out on Derek White. Man, and that's sad because I was really hyped about Eric White, uh, Eric, Derek White, actually. Like, really hyped about him. Another thing to be mindful of, if you have an IR spot in your league, an IL or IR spot, draft people like Dan Gafford now, throw them in your IR, and then go pick somebody else up. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a hustle. You know, that's something like if there's injured players that people are sleeping on, grab them, throw them in your IR, let them bake slowly and then grab somebody else off the wire until they are ready for action. So I'm going to be up in one more pick after my man Jets. Jets is cooking with hot grease, ladies and gentlemen, like really, really. He grabbed Markel. Ooh, that's good. So I'm looking at Nurkic here. I'm looking at a Kangu. I'm looking at. Miller, I think I'm going to play it safe and grab Nurkish, the new starting center in Phoenix. And I feel like I'm okay with big men right now. I feel like that's fine with a few more picks, two more picks to be, um, you know, to be sure I claim some valuable pieces here with these last two picks. Seems like I could use maybe a few wings. Seems like maybe, perhaps. Let me go down here. Yeah, I might be able to like maybe grab a couple more wings, maybe some, maybe a shooting guard or two. 
that might be, yeah, Brandon Miller's still here. So if Brandon Miller's still on the board, I think I will actually go for Brandon Miller. It is Miller time. Miller time. Speaking of Miller time, I'm thirsty. Get a sip of this drink. Refreshing. Okay, back to the recap. After Draymond, we have Bobby Portis, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. Great pick till further notice. Buddy Hill, no. I am next on the clock on the board. I got Brandon Miller looking me right in my eyes. He's coming home. After Michael Porter Jr., we have Buddy Hill. I'm out on Buddy Hill. Robert Williams III, Dan Gafford, yes. Markel Fultz, yes. Nurkic, yes. Marcus Smart, maybe. Miles Bridges, that is an amazing pick. David, you are crushing this draft, my friend. P.J. Washington, Mike Conley, Clay Thompson. Yuck. I'm, not, I'm out on Clay. Malcolm Brogdon, eh, remains to be seen. Brandon Miller, mm, risky, but I, I'll take it. That's my pick. Ben Simmons, Jets, I am mad at you, bro. Mark Williams, T.J. McConnell, huh? Josh Hart, mm, okay. Let's see what we got. We have literally one more pick. One more pick. I want to I want to make sure I get someone that makes a difference in fantasy basketball society. So I am going to be swinging for the proverbial fences. Yes, I am swinging for the fences. The top has been off. Boobies out. Yes, we come on. Ma. Come on. Ma. You already know. After Josh Hart, we had Colin Sexton. I wouldn't mess with that one. Onyeka Kangu, yes. Karis LeVert, mm, head to the no. And the, and the waiver wire will be rich, folks. So that's the thing about a smaller league. Typically, what I would recommend to people who are playing in a 10-man league, 8-man league, or you know, smaller than a 12-man league, to add a couple extra roster spots. So that way, your... I'm up. Let me pick my pick, and then I'll come back to that thought. I'm going to grab Amin Thompson with my last pick. Amen. So you want to make sure that you add an extra roster spot or two because you don't want your waiver wire to be looking like the daggone third team All-NBA. You don't want it looking like the daggone Rucker. You know, you don't want it looking like you know, one of these like Rico Hines summer leagues, right? Anyway, let's do a recap on my team. Really excited. Let's check it out. First had Tyrese Halliburton. And I always like to rate my team. So I'm going to give this team a rating for a 10 team points league. Let's get it. Tyrese Halliburton. Yes. Kevin Durant. Yes. Cade Cunningham. Emphatic. Yes. James Harden. <gasps> maybe. I need to see what happens. I believe in the beard, but if he sits out for 20 games trying to figure out what his situation is, this might have been a poor decision. So be mindful. If you're drafting James Harden, A, make sure you get value on him. He fell down to me here. I grabbed him in, I think, the fourth round. Make sure you get value for him and also be prepared for the risk that comes along with it. Fred Van Vliet, yes. Paul George, yes. Chet Holmgren, come on, my. 
Yes. Scoot Henderson? Maybe. I want to say yes, but maybe just because i never seen him play. Not in the NBA. Like, he played in with the Ignite, whatever. He played Summer League, whatever. He ain't played against Dame. He ain't played against Steph. So let's see. Jonas Valachunas, eh, maybe. Chris Paul, maybe. Nurkic, maybe. Brandon Miller, maybe. I mean, Thompson, maybe. A lot of maybes. So due to all of the maybes for a 10-man league, I don't know if I should have that many maybes. I'm going to give myself three out of five GOAT rating. Now, let me go ahead and switch this thing over here. Let me go to check the chat. If some of our people in the chat have some questions, you can drop them. Miguel asked me, how, how many leagues you got? Like, how many leagues you got? Listen, last se- I want to say last season and the season before, I was overdoing it, y'all. This is one thing. This is a nugget for y'all. Pay attention. If you love fantasy basketball, get in as many leagues as you can handle. Maybe try to go balls to the wall, get in 12 leagues. If you felt like that season was too tough for you and you didn't enjoy it, then I would scale back a little bit. So to answer your question, Miguel, right now, I think I am in approximately, right now I'm in approximately one, two, three, Four, five leagues, three of which have been around for like eight years, right? So this is a group of guys. We've been together. Some of us play in the same leagues. We have a few different people, but three of my leagues are like friends from way back when playing fantasy together. Then I have one league that is uh, members of our community with the Believe in Fantasy podcast. and then. Um, I'm in another league that I'm doing just for research. So that's what I'm doing. Last year, I did way too many. So I, I would recommend finding out where you are. I might take one new league this year. I want to do a sleeper league just because I'm creating content and I want to make sure that that community, the people who are on sleeper, get someone who gives them some support and advice. So I might do some stuff there. Great question, Miguel. I really appreciate it. Uh, oh, shoot. Let's give a shout out to Jamie. Jamie says, thanks for the advice last season. I won the title. Jamie Ragsdale, do me a big favor. Shoot me a DM in the Discord if you are in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, join the Discord. Come on, man. www.believeinfantasy. And send me a screenshot. I want to see that because I put all of our wins, I put them on Instagram on the um, the story highlights. So if you guys go to Believe in Fantasy on Instagram, you'll see all of the championships. I want to do a count because we got so many champions that came through this community. So congratulations. And yo, the job is not done. Job not done. Like Kobe said, we got to win another one this year. So I hope I see you in the Discord so we can work on getting that back-to-back championship. Let's see what we got here. We got Carter. What up, Carter? Carter says Shaden Sharp will be good with no super superstar guard in Portland. I don't know. Again, a lot of the, the, the young players in fantasy, my strategy has always been 
to just kind of like fade them until I see something. So for example, people were super hyped about Luca and Trey Young the year they came out in fantasy in our dynasty league. People were hyped about them. In our dynasty draft, I wasn't even really looking for rookies that year. I believe I was coming off of a championship. So I wasn't looking for rookies. You know what I'm saying? I was like, who are the people that people who are the players that people drop that are really good that I can get so I can win another championship? So I saw Luca playing that season and I was like, oh, he's way better than he's way better than Trey. And I think that first season he might have averaged like 18, 19 points a game. So I sent, and I always tell this story. Big shout out to the professor, uh, one of my league mates. I sent the professor a trade. I think I sent them DeMar DeRozan and something else, like something really small for Luca. At the time, it was crazy. Like DeMar's fantasy production was way more than Luka Doncic, way more than Luka. And then I was throwing another piece. So he was like, yeah, take that little rookie. But I knew from doing the eye test. The thing about fantasy basketball players, many of us rely on the data and the metrics and the analytics so heavily that we miss out on a key component of analyzing a fantasy basketball player, which is the eye test. Even if you don't have, if you're in another country and you don't have access to watching the games every night like we do, whatever, check out their highlights. Check out what people are saying. Watch the replays and kind of see what players do. When I saw Luca, I knew. I was like, yo, he's going to be something else. And then the next year, he made a big leap. The next year, he made a bigger leap. And I've had him on my dynasty team for years. The professor burned me years later because I wanted Evan Mobley really bad. So I think I might have sent him. I sent him Tyrese Halliburton and Josh Giddy for Evan Mobley, which you guys know Tyrese Halliburton has turned into like a fantasy gem, a darling in fantasy. So for that, I got burnt back. So it comes back around. You know what I'm saying? So my question, my, my, to your point with Shaden Sharp, he might be good, but I'm just not. I'm not messing with it. It's too, you know, I just, it's too much risk for me. Um, Aspect says, hey, man. Hey, man, with the draft, by the way. So I pulled off a, a deal to get marketing for Maxi and Cam Johnson, 12 team points. So you got a deal to get marketing from, from Maxi and Cam Johnson? Yeah. I, my thoughts are you better, you better get off this live stream and go accept that trade. <laughs> what? Man, I'll be that that's like top off. Boobies is out. Go get it, my guy. Yeah, I'm doing that all day, every day, and tomorrow. You already know, man. Don't forget, play the waivers, set your lineups, and check out the next episode, you freaking fantasy nerds. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free Discord community at BelieveInFantasy.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at BelieveInFantasy. This episode was brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts.